You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. And Jimmy Stein, well, that's normally him, but uh, he's not here today. It's just going to be little old me taking you through this this particular podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us here on Locked On Bama. Want to thank everybody at RockAuto.com. Also, want to thank the good people at Built Bar. Built Bar making those delicious, uh, nutritious, not granola, more chocolatey, just awesome snack bars that are just fantastic and of course rock auto where you can get all the parts your car will ever need and fuzzy dice if you so choose um lot going on there is no doubt about it and really things are just news is flying in here by the second um i had a lot of things i wanted to talk about on the podcast today but jimmy apparently is on an anniversary trip with his lovely bride at least i I hope it's an anniversary trip with his lovely bride um, he texted me, we were going to do a podcast at five o'clock today. And he said, uh, and I quote, I'm drunk and I need a shower. And I just thought, you know, maybe, maybe I ought to just leave this one alone. Maybe I ought to try this by myself and see how this thing goes. So, uh, this will be interesting. Uh, it probably won't be quite as long as all the other podcasts, but I will try and break down a few things. I don't even know. Breakdown's probably putting it uh, a little over the top, but I'll just try and talk about a few things. How about that? And I got a bunch I want to talk about. I got a bunch I could complain about, <clears throat> as I always do with all things uh, college football and sports in general. But I think the latest news that just came out today, uh, really just about an hour ago, um, I'd heard about this this morning, and then I kept scouring all the Auburn websites and couldn't find out anything about it, but Coinus Miller, who was uh, one of the more ballyhooed defensive linemen signed by Auburn in the 2018 class out of Jackson Olin, he's been dismissed from the team. Um, apparently, he got in some kind of altercation with a coach. Uh, don't know which coach it was. My guess would be uh, that it was uh, uh, Rodney Garner, who I assume would be his position coach. I would not want to pick a fight with Rodney Garner. I think Miller is is kind of a badass in his own right. Still, uh, Gardner is Gardner. But anyway, uh, he's gone from the team. Auburn does have some depth at that position. Um, but you can never have enough defensive linemen. Uh, you know, last year, of course, Alabama lost LeBron Ray and, and lost DJ Dale. And Raquan Davis was kind of on uh, his last leg, literally and figuratively at times. And uh, it'll hurt. So this is kind of a big deal for Auburn to lose this guy. I don't know necessarily he'd be a starter, but I think he would certainly be in the rotation. And in a year when you never know who uh, COVID will strike or when COVID will strike, it's going to be a problem for Auburn, I think, if they keep losing some dudes. And they've lost some dudes who have decided uh, to opt out. He was only credited with four tackles last year. And five tackles in his freshman year, so it's not like they're losing Derrick Brown. But I stu- still do think it is a bit of a thing. Um, we were going to go in some different directions uh, to start off, uh, and I'm going to save some of this for Jimmy later. 
But uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, and I'll probably have to end up having to take a break right in the middle of this, so bear with me. But um, man, I'm so pissed at the Pac-12 right now. Uh, the Pac-12 acting pretty high and mighty. Everybody's talking about the the lack of a leader at the, at the Big Ten, and that's true. And the Big Ten can't figure out even if they've had a vote or they want to vote or they're going to vote about even playing anymore. But at least they're still in the conversation. We all know and that Ohio State being a part of the college football season is kind of a big deal. We want Ohio State as a part of this thing. And Penn State, too. I should throw them in there. Um, and Michigan State's been in the playoffs. They just weren't a factor. Uh, and, and, you know, Michigan is – is um, they're interesting. They're not really a playoff factor, but they're interesting. And then, of course, Wisconsin uh, is is interesting, too. I don't think they could make the playoffs. But, again, Big Ten's got some teams that seem very relevant. Uh, the Pac-12, <clears throat> you know, this bothers me, this quote from David Shaw, who's the head coach at Stanford. Um, he, he said that he wants, he hopes that if they do go forward with a uh, sort of a winter slash spring football season, that the, somebody has declared a winter champion and that both seasons should have asterisks by them. I think that's the dumbest thing. You can't. Just complain because everybody else is having a competition over here. If you don't want to show up, no problem. But that does not mean that that the championships won by the teams that played is lessened at all. At all. When you, if some team didn't want to show up for the Olympics, the other countries are going to hoist those medals. I mean, that's just the way this shit works. It, it's. I don't understand why the some of the powers that be in the Pac-12 aren't fighting to play. Instead, they're fighting to be relevant at a time of the year when football's not normally played, unless you're the freaking USFL. <clears throat> anyway, that quote from David Shaw, as you can tell, uh, rubbed me the wrong way just a little bit. Um, but I feel like that's so, the, the other problem the Pac-12 has, and I guess. It's hard to bitch at them. They've got a couple of states where you you literally cannot play football. It's, it's mandated. But just the way the, the rules of the law of the land in the state right now uh, with this coronavirus is such that you can't play a sport like that. So I, I just don't know how the Pac-12 could pull it off or if they could pull it off in the, in the winter or spring. So it's probably all a moot point. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if the Pac-12 even exists in a year or two. And I say that somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but if if the Pac-12 falls in the woods and nobody gives a shit, do they really exist? I mean, I, I, I just don't know. Uh, is there any reason to worry about them anymore? U, UCLA is a non-factor. They, they should be a factor. I, I would agree with anybody. They should be a factor, but they're not. They don't put the passion into the sport. Or, or really into many sports that a lot of other teams do, a lot of other programs do. Um, USC, it feels like they should be good. It wasn't that long ago that they were the best, and now they're just not much of anything. And Arizona State was making a bit of a climb, sure, but they're 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 not they're, they're kind of Mississippi State in a drier heat. Um, <clears throat> nothing nothing wrong with Mississippi State. I like Mississippi State. Um, Having said all that, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is absolutely delicious. Please go visit them at B-U-I-T. 
No, that's not where you go. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. You can spell built and you can spell bar. Go to builtbar.com. Check out their incredible lineup of flavors. I'm telling you, I, Jimmy and I have been given free samples so that uh, we can pimp their goods. And man, this stuff's awesome. And they've got these new flavors like caramel brownie and cookies and cream and cherry barcia. That's, that's kind of cute. Lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, uh, coconut almond, raspberry, all, all the regulars, all your favorites. Just go check them out and tell them you heard about them on the Locked On family of networks. It would be much appreciated. Okay, second stanza or second verse or second segment. I guess that's what we say. Second segment. Why could I not remember that? When I'm doing this program by myself, I'm kind of thrown off. I'm literally here in my bedroom, um, may or may not have pants on, trying to do a podcast by myself because my cohort, Jimmy Stein, who most of you tune in to listen to, um, is too drunk to podcast. Um and that's where I am with things in my life. So, uh, and I just got back from Walmart. So that's that's how things are going for me. Um, let's talk a little bit about some NFL stuff really quickly. First of all, Ryan Kelly is going to sign a four-year, $50 million year for a center. Oh, my God. They need to put something special on the Built by Bama wall up there for him. When you're a center and you're getting 50 mil, oh, hell yeah. So um, that's awesome. I'm really happy for Ryan Kelly, just a, a great ambassador for the university, a great person, and a fantastic player, obviously, and he'll never have to worry about money again. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Meanwhile, uh, Jimmy and I didn't do a podcast yesterday either. I mean, this whole thing with his anniversary is really throwing our podcast for a loop. He's got to make better choices in his life. But um, Leonard Fournette was waived the other day, and there were a lot of funny moments with that. Um but he was just picked up by the Tampa Bay Bucks, and I think that makes for a pretty cool setup. You've got now Leonard Fournette and and Tom Brady, and and obviously Gronk, and you got O.J. Howard, um, and uh, you know you got some weapons over there for Tom Brady. I mean, the the Bucks could be a thing. Uh, it's a shame that there won't be anybody in the stands for the most part to watch them, but um, he, they could make things kind of interesting there. In that division, I mean, the the Falcons are are fine, but uh, they seem like they can't really they're, they're not going to really get over the hump this year. And the Saints are are good too. Um, that being said, they seem to be missing a little something, and you wonder if there's going to be any carryover from the animosity that some of the teammates had towards Drew Brees. Uh, and then, of course, Carolina. I don't think Carolina's going to be much of a factor, but they. They can sneak up on you. So it's going to be an interesting division um, now because you've got some uh, pretty good quarterbacks in there. So that one's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Also saw today that Ha Ha Clinton Dix was released by the uh, Dallas Cowboys. I found that quite surprising. Why he has not been an absolute stud in the NFL is a little bit mind-boggling to me. I thought he was going to be awesome, and he was pretty good for Green Bay. Um he wasn't the you know the best safety in the league. I, I think he made a Pro Bowl, um, and then when he went to Dallas, I thought that you know here's a good spot for him. But I'm guessing Dallas is going to go after Earl Thomas, maybe, um, and and so they had to make room. I I don't know. I mean, Ha Ha is going to land on his feet somewhere, and um, 
I think he'll be fine. Ronnie Harrison got traded to the Cleveland Browns today, so he teams up now with Mac Wilson. Um, and Mac Wilson was pretty happy about it on Twitter. If you don't follow Mac Wilson on Twitter, he's kind of a fun follow on Twitter, so go do that. Um, and, you know, that's interesting. It gives me another reason to watch the Browns. I'm going to tell you something. If you're in uh, Jacksonville right now, you want to get the hell out. I mean, no offense to any Jaguars fans that listen to this podcast. I mean, what a wild, crazy thing that would be. But, uh, man, they are just having a massive yard sale over there in Jacksonville. <clears throat> and I guess they're they're trying to tank for Trevor. I mean, I, and again... The, these tanking things just never seem to work out to me. And so why tank on purpose for Trevor when you could probably, you know, just at least try and build and maybe not be so good and still end up with somebody like a Justin Fields, who's probably going to be a good pro too. Now, everybody believes Trevor Lawrence is going to be the second coming in the NFL. Um, you know, I, I I just don't know. I think he's going to be good. Um, I feel like to really give up on an entire season, but I guess if you're going to give up on a season, give up on a pandemic season. That's what my grandfather used to tell me. Um, let's go ahead and take another quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about uh, recruiting and, and what else is going on in practice. All right, everybody, for our final segment today, first of all, I want to lead off with this incredibly sad news. Um, the quarterback at Park Crossing, the junior Keandre Hope, who uh, is a good player, and he transferred from Selma. Uh, he, he unfortunately died in an ATV accident over the weekend. Um, Park Crossing was originally set to play Russell County, uh, but the, the Russell County Warriors had already uh, forfeited due to coronavirus concerns. Um, and Park Crossing is still going to... Um, to, to play Spanish Fourth this weekend. Now, this game will not count, um, but it, it's, man, so sad. And for those who listen to the podcast, you probably know that um, I'm involved with the AHSA Radio Network. I have been for quite some time. I love doing it. It is strictly a hobby. Uh, but, man, you, you get to know some of the stories of some of these kids, and it just it breaks your heart to see something like this. Uh, Curtis Perry who Alabama has offered and is a defensive lineman for Park Crossing. He's huge. Bama Online has an update on him uh, today, as a matter of fact. Uh, he's already said, you know, tweeted out condolences and um, just really, really scary stuff. And, I, you know, it, it's there's a funny story about an ATV and, and me this past, um, this past Thanksgiving. I was – I'm not a – hunter or an outdoorsman or really go outdoors if I can help it. But, um, I was on a four wheeler with, um, with my, my son who, uh, this may have been longer than last year. I can't remember now. Anywho, with my son, who's, I don't know, seven or eight time and his nephew, my nephew, his cousin, seven, also seven or eight. And um, I'm going really slow down a steep hill, and all of a sudden the the thing just starts going. Um, I mean, I'm going head over feet, and um, I don't know how it, it happened. It's giving me chills to think about it. But um, I had them both of them in front of me, and I took one of them. I can't remember which one, 
and threw him off before we flipped over. Now, when we flipped, it was all going very, very slow, not slow motion like you think of a car wreck, but like a, it really was going slow. And the other one um, obviously ended up underneath me. And so I had this four-wheeler, and I was like on all fours holding this four-wheeler up on my back uh, now. And this, this damn thing was heavy, but, I mean, I, I did. I was scared to death I was going to crush um, I think it was Hunt that was underneath me. I mean, it really, I sort of blocked it out. God, I wish I hadn't read that now because, I mean, it, it scares me to death. Think about it. But, um, you know, it's those those things are uh, fun. And, um, you know, but they can be deadly just like anything else. It's just, uh, I just hate it for that whole family and that whole community. So we'll move on. Um, I just thought that was certainly worth noting. A couple other things. Uh, Alabama, I was trying to figure out, okay, what's Alabama going to do for quarterback? And I really want Jimmy to chime in on this. Hopefully on the next podcast, maybe we'll save some of it. But uh, Alabama is looking at some quarterbacks for next year. Uh, they've already got Jalen Milrow committed for this class, but I'm talking about the next class, 2022. Uh, one of them being Ty Simpson. Uh, one of them being Tanner Bailey from right here in Alabama, who's number 220 player in the country. And uh, then there's another player called Malik Murphy called Malik Murphy. His name is Malik Murphy. I'm telling you, I'm discombobulated here. I'm doing this podcast by myself. It's not normal. And then uh, MJ Morris. And so I I suspect Alabama's just going to sign one quarterback again. Um, But I like the the looks of all three of these guys. I would highly recommend everybody go check them out. I watch some of their film and um, really fun, exciting quarterbacks. And uh, this Tanner Bailey, he's He's an interesting one, man. He's got ties to Alabama and Auburn, so I think that one could literally go either way. Um, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Alabama wants to do quarterback-wise because you wonder if they're going to go with more of an athletic, uh, you know, sort of get-out-of-the-pocket scramble guy again, or are they going to try and go uh, more pro-style, or really is it that much differentiation anymore? Because I think at this point, everybody better be able to run. If you can't run – uh, Will Anderson's going to catch you because he's been having some fantastic practices uh, for Alabama. He could be the freshman of the year for this for this team. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this podcast up. Once again, I want to thank everybody at Built Bar. I want to thank Rock Auto. I want to thank you guys for listening to just me babble here in my own bedroom. And if there was somebody spying on me, they, they wonder what the hell I'm doing. Um, so anyway... Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please do listen next time when Jimmy joins us, and roll tight.